Welcome to the Clash Podcast. In a first for Bath Rugby, we'll be hosting some special guests from the club, both current stars and legends of the game, alongside invited guests from outside the rugby world. There'll be some rugby chat, some fun and games, and some deeper conversations on a range of topics. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Clash Podcast presented by Dyson. I'm Simon Ward, and if you've reconnected with your calendar recently, you'll know that this is the week when we hope to be playing the fourth Clash at Twickenham to a massive crowd. Instead, we're in the middle of a life-changing period for so many, and we hope that you're all staying home and staying safe. We're delighted to be back for this special episode, though, and we hope you enjoy the show. On this episode, episode four, we'll be joined by very special guests, Director of Rugby Stuart Hooper and Andy Rock, Performance Director for Bath Rugby. We'll be chatting to them both to discuss the lockdown, their own approach to keeping motivated and happy through uncertain times, and how they're helping the players through their own journeys to the unknown. So let's get on with it. We're taking social distancing from metres to miles today to connect with them in their homes. Please welcome Hoops and Rocky. Well, I am absolutely delighted to be joined by the Bath management, so to speak. Stuart Hooper, Andy Rock, guys, thank you for giving up your time. It's a bizarre time, let's face it. None of us have ever been through this before. Andy, how are you coping with it? You're sat in the car, I noticed. Yeah, just getting a little bit of quiet for a change. It's uh, It's been a, an interesting period for sure. Um, certainly, as you suggest, nothing we've ever experienced before from a from a sporting point of view, but not personally either. It's a, it's just a very different challenge to the usual uh, schedule. Hoops, it was always going to be a tough challenge for you in your first year as, as DOR, but having to do it remotely, I mean, it's just beyond belief. You can You can have had no thoughts of how to operate this how, how have you developed it now yeah i think certainly it's uh yes yeah, chucked up a few challenges i didn't expect to encounter um probably never actually but certainly in year one no i, th- I think um the reality of it is it's it is unprecedented i know it's a word that's used a lot around the situation but it is unprecedented and nobody you talk to has ever been through an experience like this whether it's in sport or out of sport so uh certainly learning an awful lot about myself about other people and 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 what you can achieve in these in these difficult times and um yeah it's uh it, it is it is very different it is very different not being able to be around people and communicate with the players and the staff but um yeah we're, we're working as hard as we possibly can to make it um make the best of what is a, obviously a, a terrible situation around the world we're in week four of lockdown hopes have you developed a technique a strategy if you will of, of how you're uh, keeping in contact both with your with your staff, uh, with the management, and also with the players themselves. Yeah, I think they're um, probably broadly split. Split the, the, the players, obviously, uh, and Rocky can talk more more about that in a minute. But they've got a, a physical side of of their preparation that they need to keep up as as professional athletes. That they need to be at a certain level to be able to to do their job. So, um, yeah, there, there's a there's an awful lot of work gone into allowing them to do that in their own spaces at home uh, on their own um and then the staff it's 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 around continually engaging those guys and looking you know looking at themselves as as coaches and um working out what we can do better and looking back at the season and, and looking forward to to when we start again and, and what we can achieve in that period of time i guess the, the the difference is with normally when you have a break from the game it's uh it's a predetermined 
couple of weeks um, and then you're back into planning and preparation whereas this is pretty open-ended at the moment and that's what that's what makes it um, makes it new and makes it diff- difficult is that we don't know when the end is and um, we're, you know we're preparing for a moving goalpost sure Rocky let's let's come to you first up there's lots of titles around the game now that have been developed over the last five ten years you are performance director can you give us the fans a more accurate um, idea of what your job in actually entails yeah I guess so in simple terms I think it's you know we, we, the game's developed massively over the years in terms of different different areas of expertise and you know different areas of uh, of of strength and conditioning and coaching and sports science and medicine all these different functions which ultimately you know to some degree need to come together uh, to be able to make sense of all the different ways that you might do something or you could do something and you know develop something coherent as a training program as a preparation program um for you know in our example for 63 players every day so you know the the the, the title itself kind of talks to trying to derive the best performance from many different functions of a, of a club of different departments and bring those together in a coherent manner to to help support the program which the which hoops and the coaches want to run and, and obviously to make sure that we're giving the players the best chance they can to prepare for the challenges that the game brings um, with regards to the need for um, the need for physical preparation and, and and recovery and everything that goes into those guys showing up and playing the way they do every week so yeah very much uh, very much bringing together different different areas of, of the game, of, of training and preparation and, and trying to make it make sense. As Hoops has said, preparation can be kept on the boil, on the simmer, if you will. But have you therefore got a plan A, plan B, plan C as to when the, the game <laughs> may restart? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a, it's been an interesting time with that in that regard. As, as Hoops quite rightly mentioned there, there's... Usually we're very clear with what we're working towards, whether it's a you know game every seven days or you know it's specific parts of the schedule that we plan towards. Um, and you know a, a typical a typical block of training or a pre-season takes a heck of a lot of planning. Um, but when you when you're looking at four, five, six, seven different permutations of a return to return to training, a return to competition, and, and also variations within those. You know, based on this current situation and the, you know, the demands that may be upon us around continued social distancing, and you know, it does it does dictate there's different ways you can still train, uh, even with players coming back into the club, maybe in you know however many weeks time it may be. So yeah, it's, uh, there's been a heck of a lot of planning going on with the staff that are, that are working in the performance department and making sure that we've got many different versions of a plan that we can navigate towards as soon as the green light gets given to to do whatever we can do. So. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's been a, a really, a really intense period from a planning perspective and a communication point of view. Uh, whilst all the normal, all the normal activities of every day with working face to face with staff and and working with players has, has not been there for a few weeks. So, yeah, very, very much a different experience, but lot, lots of work to try and underpin the best way of helping the squad prepare when we can return. I'm not alluding to anything that the tight five might be taking their foot off the pedal. Hoops being former member of that that club but can you measure performance remotely i think you can uh, you can give it you can give it a, a, as good a shot as possible i think we you know there's a lot that goes into the time the guys are away now like it's not just about what what weight they lift or what they run it's about making sure that they're you know they're okay it's, it's a big difference for a lot of people this like there's huge there's huge things going on in people's lives which they never would have dealt with before one of which is that 
you know, certainly for me and, and a lot of people involved in the game, like this is the longest I've been out of a team environment for 20 years. Is it? Um, so, you know, you might have your off season where you're kind of away from the lads for two weeks maximum where you go away with your family. But yeah, for, for 20 years, it wouldn't have been any longer than two weeks I've been out of a team and as a player and, and a staff. So, um, tends to be that, that people in this sport and in, they thrive on that environment. They thrive on the support they get from the daily interactions, from the, um, yeah, just being around like-minded individuals. So you know, we, we've got to look after the guys. We've got to make sure that they come back ready to go, but we've also got to make sure that they're, um, they're okay as people in this time. Cause it's, it's yeah. difficult, you know, there's, there's financial pressures. Um, you know, there's, there's people with obviously sick relatives, people losing relatives, people with, um, partners who are key workers of the NHS like all those things come into this it's uh, it's 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 all encompassing and it's something that we're you know we need to make sure that we manage very well have you established a sort of weekly structure hoops can you give us an idea of of how that week works out i mean for a lot of us i mean the days seem to disappear easter apparently it was last weekend but don't ask me when that was because yeah, it all think- loses, doesn't it have you been yeah. able to set things out yeah, it does. I think that the, the, the players' training programs have been, you know, very well set out by Rocky in the performance department. So they're, you know, they've had four sessions this week. They've been on, you know, four days this week. So, um, but from a staff point of view, so, you know, there's a lot of time spent staring at this screen right now, looking at lots of different people doing their, doing Zoom calls in various rooms of their house, which has been good fun, or their car, um, you know. And uh, yeah, it's um, it, there's a lot of time on the phone, a lot of time electronically communicating with people and um and uh yeah it does time seems to fly by sort of come up and uh sit in front of the laptop and all of a sudden it's tea time so um it, it's interesting it's certainly certainly interesting trying to work at home but um yeah it's uh, it's something we're you know we're trying to make the best of a bad situation yeah it's all very well us talking about working the job and the profession but you've now got to do it in different circumstances as we all have we're all you know, bound by four walls almost. How are you? How are you both finding it? <laughs> Seeing your families more than you've ever seen them before. I'm guessing. Oops. Yeah, definitely. I, I said I said at the start of the of, of the conversation like that I've I've learned things that you know, and it's um the job that we have does demand that we're away from home an awful lot, uh, long hours and and six six and a half seven days a week. So um, there's a lot more time at home, and it's yeah, it's been great to to reconnect with the family, with, um, with Kate and the boys and, and, and actually, you know, have some, have some genuine time still working, obviously still a lot of time on the phone and on, on calls, but, um, yeah, just, just, to just to be available to them a bit more. And, um, it is, it is different now because, um, there isn't the, the week to week pressure of the games as well, but that preparing for a game, reviewing a game, um, and the, the conversations that go with that, take up an awful lot of time so although there's still an awful lot to do um there is less of the kind of week to week up and down pressure have you learned more about your family rocky do they now you've seen them at such close quarters for such a continuous period of time uh yeah i think so i think you know worryingly they've probably learned more about me and uh, are ready for me to get back out of the house again so um it's a uh, it, it's a challenge for as Hoops said, a challenge that none of us have experienced before for for many different reasons and I think that's the you know be connecting with connecting with family as well I, I, apart from uh, from a few a, a few occasions during a season you know even catching up with family who were living living elsewhere in the country or you know my 
got immediate family living over in Ireland. And actually, it's it's been a time where I've, I've managed to touch base with those guys a lot more. And, you know, it's uh, just as Hoop said, it's just a very different schedule, a very different way of of managing time at the moment compared to our usual routine. And you know, it does does open up different. Uh, different ways to communicate and, and also things that we learn about ourselves and family but also even from a work point of view learning different ways that we can do things that you know it's been forced upon us at this time but actually might help us moving into the future as well where, you know there's, there's there's other things that we can learn um which can make us you know there's certainly from my perspective you know things that we're doing now which have actually become much more efficient than the way we would have done them face to face so there's there's lots of good learning to come from it uh, for, for us all, I think, uh, both personally and pro- professionally, I'm sure. Hoops, I know, has got, from personal experience, has got better juggling skills than Boris Johnson. Andy, have you been able to develop fun games for the kids, for the family, been able to make the most of some quality time? Uh, yeah, I think more so. Uh, we've done done a little bit of contact work, a bit of uh, a bit of a bit of boxing, and a bit um, of contact work. Hang bit on, of contact how old work. Are kids? Uh, six and nine. I've got a, a son and a daughter. Yeah, six and nine. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're they're having fun at the moment. Um, so it's usually usually some form of contact conditioning, which uh, which we <laughs> it's good preparation for when the players return as well. For you and for them, Hoops, have you been uh, getting your juggling balls out? Uh, we yeah, we've been uh, we've been flat out actually. The um, the four boys have been you know they've had a great time. Um, they're obviously Easter holidays at the moment, so um, that's uh, that's good for them. So they've been out on the bikes. They've been uh, plenty of walking, taking the dog out. Uh, we've had the tent up in the garden. Uh, it's all been uh, it's all been good and some yeah some some good times for them definitely. So it feels like still feels a bit like holiday for them, I guess. It it won't really change gear until next week and beyond when we when they should be at school. Yeah, I think so. I think they, they had a bit of time before the Easter holidays when they should have been at school. And um, I, I think actually it's similar for them. Even the young, you know, the youngest is is still only four. He's in the first year of school, but he does miss the routine of, of going to school. And I, I think it's, um, yeah, ac- across their youngest is four, the eldest is uh, just turned 12. And all of them, for, for different reasons, miss the, miss the routine and seeing their mates and actually doing some, doing some schoolwork. I'm sure... Uh gardens across the country have never looked so good right now have you had a list <laughs> of messes of fence panels of gardening of car washing have you been up to it yeah i've got a bit to do still i'm afraid <laughs> oh come on there's no excuses there Andy. have you been up to up to your handy handyman skills uh, a little bit yeah i was uh i was put to task uh, by my daughter at the weekend to build her a uh, uh, something to grow vegetables inside. I ended up dismantling an old pirate ship uh, that I built a few years ago and making some uh, making some planters from that. So that kept me busy on the weekend. Um, and now she's she's managing to plant some vegetables yesterday. So she's happy. So have you have you been able to yourselves find new skills? I mean, I know a lot. You look across the social networks and people are doing a lot of interaction. Of course, they are. There's lots, you know, you can see free theatre performances, all sorts of things, but people have been learning languages, learning different skills. Have you been able to have any time for that sort of thing, Andy? Um, to be honest, with the, we've, we've managed to put some time in together with some of the staff, uh, with some of the performance department staff, uh, in areas that we'd we'd want to focus on from a professional point of view, but, but often don't get the time to really do so. Um, so we've been having, we've, we had maybe three or four hours every week, um, 
again similarly on a conference call, but just just diving into areas of of uh, of largely strength and conditioning, um, diving into different areas of that and, and rehabilitation, and just just looking at different ways we can use this time to learn. Um, I think similar to, to the comment around family, it's, it's, it's been a time to also connect with other other colleagues yeah. who are working elsewhere in the game or in academia as well. And, and just yeah, that that's definitely been something which has. has has just given us a bit more space and time to do the things which otherwise are difficult to come by. Uh, in terms of new skills, not yet. But if uh, if this goes on for a lot longer, I'm going to have to start to find some. Yeah, keep insane, if nothing else. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of chat about PlayStation leagues being set up. Do you know the squad have been getting themselves going in, in different areas? Um, yeah, yeah there's a bit of that, yeah. A bit of PlayStation action, a bit of, bit of Clash of Clans. Um are you allowed to join in, Hoops? You are the big boss now. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would uh, do myself justice if I picked up a PlayStation <laughs> controller, Simon. <laughs> but you could always say one of the boys was on it. Knowing your boys, they're probably superb at it. Well, I probably, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. You're right, yeah. Blame them. Get a ringer. <laughs> but that, that competitive juice is, is quite important to keep going, and I'm sure different things they may be, but, you know, they always want to beat each other, don't they, Andy? Yeah, I mean, even in the smallest things, it's the competitive nature of of what of what these guys do every week, and even with some of the even with some of the conversations going on, um, some of the uh, some of the work going on with with regards to them looking after their nutrition at home, and you know, it's resulted in guys dropping WhatsApp uh, messages around with things that they've cooked, and then somebody sending one. Sending one a few hours later with something which is just that little bit better, so they're, they're competing everything, and um, no, they, they, they're definitely going to be keeping themselves entertained in, in as many ways as they can at the moment. But they, they who said they, they stay in touch. There's, there's lots of lots of different social groups within the squad, but you know they do they do support each other, and uh, and you know they, we we end up catching up with the guys for you know different at, at an individual level every single well every day really we're in touch with the squad, but. Um, you know, they, they know what's go- they know what what's going on in each other's lives and they're in touch with each other and and, um, and making sure that they're staying well connected at the moment as well Hoops, you you've obviously got time to to reflect a bit albeit mid-season as it feels at the moment have you been able to use the time to think about new options maybe for the next season maybe not this season however it's going to finish but in terms of tactics in terms of where you may take the bath game, into the new season, have you been able to utilise that spare time? Yeah, sure. We used a bit. I mean, we were we were um, we were at a stage where we were looking at a mid-season review and, and where we were headed anyway, um, because of the time we had in. Well, it seemed like ages ago now, but it was the start of March, which was the the, the week of the the final of the um, of the Premier Rugby Cup. Um, so we we continued some work from that, and and just looking back at where we've been and and where we're headed um, as a club, but also where the the laws of the game are taking us, some of the experimental laws that we've seen around the place, and how that's going to affect us, and and what we need to do to develop our game. So, yeah, it's been it's definitely been an opportunity to do that and to to start to solidify some thoughts moving forward for you know the end of this season, but also into next season. Can you give us an idea of some of those new laws that may be coming in? I know there's been a lot of chat about it, but can you be more specific about what may uh, may be coming into the game and your thoughts on it? Yeah, so there's obviously been the talk of the 50-22 rule, which is around if you kick the ball from within your half and it um, 
um, and it enters touch in their 22, then you get the lineup. So um, it's similar to the 40-22, uh, 40-20 rule in rugby league, which yeah. um, the purpose of it in rugby union will be to take attack, uh, take defenders out of the front line and put more people in the backfield. Um, so hopefully to, to develop the attacking side of the game in a bit more space. But yeah, we've w- watching some tapes of the... Um, of the competition in Australia, which used it last year. And I think, uh, yeah, it's interesting what it will, you know, as and when, it, if it comes in, uh, what it will do to the game. But we're just making sure we stay on top of that so that if it does come in and when we get notification of it coming in, then we can be we can be slightly ahead of the game and work out what we need to do to exploit it. Any others that, that might come in? Um, there's a few sort of, a few bits around the breakdown happening at the moment around... Um, speeding up ball at the breakdown so that again it's something which is um directed towards increasing the attacking fluidity of the game and something which we obviously want to develop in our game and continue to grow in our game so um yeah just making sure that we're very aware of how that affects how we want to play and and the way we shape our attack moving forward Andy we've seen the impact that the new tackle interpretations have done what Hoops has just been talking about is that going to uh, force you to adjust to change the way that you prepare players, the way that they set up. Uh, yeah, I mean, from a from a coaching point of view, there'll be plenty of of considerations with regards to how it how it begins to shape the game. And you know, I, th- I think the, the the point at which it crosses over into how we can physically prepare players as well is is a really interesting one. I think you know, on face value, there's there's a there's the interesting. Uh, component of of the fifty twenty two rule, for example, it, it definitely is. You know, the knock on effect of taking players out the front line means most likely less line speed, most likely less uh, less magnitude of collision with regard. And, and I'm sure there's a safety component within their consideration there. Um, but you know, it, it also points towards probably more speed of ball from an attacking perspective. You know, less less capacity to slow the ball down above the ground um, with regards to certain tackle techniques which changes the game on both sides of the ball and, and yeah from a coaching perspective it, it definitely offers up new challenge and new opportunity I think you know the, 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 there's a bit of a marriage there between creating more attacking opportunity and maybe maybe pointing towards um, reducing the the, the the magnitude of impact and, and I think that's something which, which will offer a huge amount of new scope from an attacking perspective you know more ball speed maybe less shape and less structure and maybe more around the ability to play play with more continuity and, and more, as I say, take advantage of, of potentially more speed of ball within the game. So, yeah, lot, lots of things to consider if those things do come into place. The Clash Podcast. Well, let's just take a quick breather from our chat. Now, to celebrate The Clash and what the event's all about, we'll be streaming one of The Clash fixtures from the last three years this Saturday. We'll hear from Stuart and Rocky as to which games they want, but you, the supporters, have voted for your favourites, and you can watch the live stream on bathrugby.com this Saturday from 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We've also launched our fundraising programme for the lockdown. Show us your socks. We have four charities that are very dear to us here at the club. The Bath Rugby Foundation, the Forever Friends Appeal, that's part of the Royal United Hospital's COVID-19 fundraising appeal. There's Samaritan's Bath and Bath Cats and Dogs Home. 
To support these charities, all you need to do is to wear your clubs, your school or your favourite socks and then share your photo using the hashtag showusyoursocks or the hashtag socksselfies. Try saying that one quickly. You can donate £5 at virginmoneygiving.com forward slash bathrugby and then nominate five friends to do the same. OK, so let's get back to our chat and find out which games the management would like to see on Saturday afternoon. Now, as we know, the clash at the moment is postponed. Here's a general question for both of you, because there's a poll out on Twitter for the supporters to choose which clash game we stream on Saturday. Now, which game would you choose for the clash and which game from your career would you like to, I don't know, see again or play in again? I'm sure that there's games... Both of you ex-Leeds types that may be from Headingley, but maybe around the world. You've you both had plenty of, of rugby action. Let's, Hoops, let's start with you. Which clash game would you like to like to see streamed on Saturday? Oh, I'm going to go with the first one. I think, uh, yeah, I think as a as a as a Bath uh, supporter, the first one was probably probably the most enjoyable for me. Um, yeah, and I, I think it'd be. I think I think a lot of the supporters are saying the same actually. So maybe that'll be the one we get and get to watch on Saturday. Rocky, what about you? Well, it, interestingly, it's not a game I played in, but interestingly, there was there was some uh, there was a re- recall yesterday uh, somewhere that around the the athletes Powergen Cup final game, which Hoops was involved with for Leeds and Ryan Davis was involved with for Bath actually. So obviously, <laughs> in our in our coaching team now, and I think was that right? Is it right? Hoops? It was a year ago, a year ago, a couple, you know, yesterday maybe. It's yeah. not a year ago. It was. It was probably ten years ago, eleven years ago, yesterday, but uh, maybe more. Um, but I think uh, that that'd be one which would be interesting to relive and, and just see again. Um, I was I was there watching it that day, but wasn't involved. And uh, obviously, it's the the one only memory of success from a from a Leeds perspective that's probably worth looking at. And yeah, be be nice to have a look back on that one. Um, maybe not not the best of finals for Bath on the day, but it was it was a it was a good game of rugby. Would you want to go back through that one, Hoops? No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I've had to put that one to bed, Simon, since I've been uh, captain and director of rugby at Bath. Um, no, that was uh, that was a special time, but uh, for me, it was interesting. I was actually um, the, the kids were were watching the um, when we streamed the the Leicester forty five nil, the second game of the season in fourteen fifteen. Um, the, the kids were watching that the other day, and um, let's just say they were less than complimentary about my playing style. <laughs> I can't believe that. I really I, can't believe that. I, I think I'm definitely one of those uh, one of those players who's got uh, in my own head got better since I stopped, and uh, I think that's been transmitted to my kids. And when they actually saw the reality of what I was like to play, they weren't overly impressed. You have to use that word. I was instrumental in everything that was going on. Yeah, the game's changed. It's changed since I played. <laughs> we were. I was thinking. Uh, you know, all these isolation things that are going on right now. Are there three players that you would prefer to be isolated with for a number of days? Would you? Would you pick? Or players or management? Because you may not want to pick players. I get that. But which three players or management would you be happy to be isolated with? Rocky, you go first. Oh, I'm glad think going first. I can think of plenty that I wouldn't want to be isolated with for three days. Go on then. Um, <laughs> you'd, you'd, yeah, you'd, 
I think from a management point of view, you'd, you'd struggle you'd struggle to stay uh, to stay well fed if you live with Mark Lilly for longer than twenty four hours. That's that's a definite no no. Um, I, I don't know how his family is surviving at the moment with him in the fridge every every hour or two. Um, I think that no, we, there's the, the, funnily enough that as a management group, I'm sure we I'm sure for a few days we'd uh, we'd actually enjoy each other's company and, and get into some of the questions that you've been talking about already on on the podcast. I think there's so many things to, to talk about and consider at this time. I think uh, I won't I won't mind uh, I won't mind being locked up for a few days with with the staff again just just to get into a bit more detail and and enjoy some of the conversations that we usually have. Players, players wise, I'm not sure. There's definitely a few which, uh, which I could enjoy the company of for, for more than a day or two. Um, but again, probably not the other direction. I think it'd be too much work conversations going on if I was, uh, if I was with them for too long. Is there nobody that you look at for cookery skills or entertainment value? <laughs> oh, there's plenty. They're a good group, and uh, there's plenty of entertainment coming from them for sure. Um, I think uh, you know I keep in touch with as in not just from a work perspective, as in for what they're doing training wise. We're keeping in touch with a lot of lads over this time, which uh, which it'd be, it would be it would be more more than happy to spend a bit of time with them. Hoops, well, I probably um, you're probably going to call me um, biased here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take my isolation with three second rows. Um, <laughs> one of them is a former second row uh, in the management, uh, Luke Charteris, and. Um, there's a number of reasons I'd uh, be with charts, but the, the main one is as long as it was at his house and we had his wine collection, we'd be okay. Um, good, so I'll cool, take, good call. I'll take, I'll take charts for the wine. Um, I'm also going to take um, Josh McNally because um, he'd obviously have to stay with his wife who makes the most amazing cakes. Um, <laughs> so uh, Josh and Sarah would come and, and live with me and charts as well. And, um, Elliot Stook would be the third one because um, he would be good value entertainment, um, and yeah, I think he would he would keep us entertained um, for the duration of uh, lockdown with fueled by Charts's wine and Josh McNally's cakes. And presumably, you'd have to spend the first week just raising all the ceilings around the house. Yeah, well, that's why at Charts's house it's fine because it's he's got um, he's got seven foot doorways, so it's fine. It's a long time to spend with Stuky. Yeah, I can't support that one. Oh, he was great value. We had him on the last podcast, and uh, yeah, he's a great character, isn't he? An important character, I'm sure, within the within the group. Absolutely, yeah, he is. Uh, he is that. Gents, it's been great for you to share some time with us. Um, I just want to put out one last shout, and we've seen it on some of the Bath social media for some of the Bath supporters that are doing their bit with the NHS with various bits and pieces around the communities supporting what's going on. I'm sure you'd, you'd like to add your, your message of support to those guys that are making such a big difference to the world that we're living in right now. Rocky? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, it's, 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 it's good that you raise it. It's one of the conversations I've had a few times in the last few weeks that, for a few reasons, how amazing it's been to see... Um, that content take, take take pride of place on our channels and, and be something that we we can actually go out and, and make notice of and, and celebrate and you know, I think the amazing work going on um, you know in, not just in the NHS but you know more widely across the communities and and, and the the things that people are, are doing to support each other is, is great to see and I think for us as a club it's it's also you know certainly from my perspective it's also been a time when 
Um, it's been nice to refresh and understand what our role in that community is. And, you know, yeah. we, 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 we're part of it. We're a rugby club that are part of a community and exists within a city which, um, you know, rugby is important to many, many people, but actually there's so many other things and there's, so, there's the other roles that we can play, uh, you know, barring the rugby uh, itself to, to make sure that we be part of that community and play a part in bringing, bringing people together. And, you know, I think that's the most exciting thing is, you know, there's great work being done by many people. And I think that probably the best feeling when we get back playing will be less about what's going on on the pitch. It'll be more with the recognition of the fact that we were able to bring people together again and able to get people back in the stands and yeah. enjoying each other's company. And I think that that'll be the nicest thing to see. I think at the, in the first, first term back, back at the rec, it'll be, you know, great to get the action back on the pitch, but it'll be amazing to see the supporters back together and, and all the people who are currently doing great work currently to support the community and the country to, to be back at the club enjoying themselves. Hope's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's um, it's it's truly remarkable the work that the all the key workers are doing, whether it's with the NHS or support services. Um, and I just think that, that they've got right now that the, the support they have from, from the nation is huge. Um, the work they do is um, largely unnoticed day to day and Really, this is is their, you know, they are there. They're they're doing their jobs, and they're all, you know, incredibly humble individuals who who just call it their job. But it's quite remarkable what they do day to day in order to keep us and our families um, as safe as possible. They um, they put themselves truly on the front line and and uh, are leading the fight from the front against this this pandemic. So, um, I, you know, I can't I can't put into words what it means to uh, to me to the club. Um, to everyone involved, the the support that they they're giving this community right now is is massive, and um, yeah, we you know we we truly are uh, in admiration of everything that they do. Yeah, I think we, as you both said, I mean, we appreciate what's gone on that maybe we haven't hasn't been at the forefront of our minds, and also, of course, what we haven't been able to have. So, mm-hmm. as as Rocky said, you know, once you get back to the wreck and you can see a live game of sport again, you it will have added value. It's, it's going to have a lot of, a lot of change in people's minds and people's lives. Of course it will, but uh, we have to be better off for it. We hope. Gents, thank you very much for your time. Look after your families, look after yourselves, stay safe and we'll catch up with you before too long. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Simon. Thank you. The Clash podcast will be available from all good podcast platforms. We'd love you to like it, subscribe, and share the pod with your friends. We'd like to thank our producers, Simon Ward and Dan Brown, for their support in the launch and recording of this podcast, as well as the team here at the club. See you next time.